Hi everyone. Now that season one of my podcast has wrapped, I thought I would provide some short form content here for you guys while we produce season two. So this is going to be me doing five, 10 minute episodes on a specific topic related to dating, relationships, and personal growth. This week, I want to talk about settling to be with someone who isn't sure if they want to be with you. And I found myself in this situation many times while I was dating until I decided to actively do something about it because it never felt good to me. The first thing I dove into is why. Why did I tolerate this? Why did this feel familiar to me? And a lot of these stories we have about ourselves or relationships, they stem from childhood. So upon going to therapy and doing other personal growth workshops, I discovered that the baseline story I had about myself that I brought with me to adulthood was I'm not important. So I'll give you a couple examples of things that have happened in my childhood where I created this story about myself. The first was at my sister's birthday party and I must have been around six years old. So before the party, my mom brought us to the party store and she let each of us pick out paper plates that had different cartoons and characters on them. So my sister got to pick her favorite and I got to pick my favorite and mine had Care Bears or something like that on them. And I was really, really excited about these plates. I was so happy. And then when it came time to sing happy birthday and cut the cake, I was very enthusiastic and I took out my plates and I said, let's use these plates. And my mom said, no, we're not gonna use your plates. We're gonna use these. And my mom, of course, was just saying that probably because there was already a pack of plates open, but I heard it as you're not important. Your needs and your desires are not important. And this is all caught on VHS video, by the way. And you see me sitting there for a few minutes. And I remember it felt like a lot longer than that because I was holding back my tears and I'm just looking down and eventually I start crying and everyone looks over at me. And my dad said, oh, she wanted to use her plates. So that's one of the first memories I have when I felt like I wasn't important. And another example is when I was at fifth grade camp. In fifth grade, our school took us to outdoor education, which is a one week camp away from home. And during this week, we were mixed with three different schools. So we got to meet a lot of new people. I was placed in a cabin with 10 to 12 different girls, new girls. And on the second day, I overheard one of the girls say to her friend, I met this really cute boy from Arundel. His name is Tony Skoma, and we decided to be boyfriend and girlfriend now. And I overheard this and my heart just sank because in fifth grade, Tony Skoma was my boyfriend. And by the way, Tony and I are still friends. And when I told him that story as adults, I said, remember the time where you cheated on me at camp with that girl? And he laughed and he said, dude, we were in fifth grade. You're allowed to have more than one girlfriend or boyfriend. I said, not to me, not to me. Apparently I was a very serious fifth grader. I felt betrayed and I felt not good enough. And I felt like 
Like, is this just the way things are? So this is where settling for not being number one and being okay with that came from. So in adulthood, when I would find myself in these relationships where there was people who weren't sure about me or, you know, didn't put me first, I, you know, I tolerated that for years until I made a conscious effort and a conscious decision to change that. And this, by the way, it's going to most likely require some heartbreak and disappointment because you're going to have to start saying no to people. So the years leading up to meeting my husband, Pete, the amount of time that I would spend tolerating being with someone who was unsure, it got shorter and shorter because I developed the self-confidence and the courage to start saying no faster. And what helped was having the clarity of what I wanted to create. Because if I wanted to create a partnership where that person put me first, then I would have to make space for it. So the faster you're able to say no to these people, the faster you're going to meet that person who does put you first. And I did date a guy, I remember right before Pete, who he was in a place where he wasn't sure like where he was in life and he admitted he had trouble committing to any relationship. And it was disappointing because he was really nice and he was really sweet. And I feel like it's often harder when they're nice and sweet because when they're an asshole, it's really easy to say, fuck off, bye. But when they're sweet and they're nice and you guys get along and you're compatible, I, I saw potential there basically, which by the way, never date based on potential. <laughs> um, but at that point in my life, I was clear that I deserved better. I felt sure about me. So I wanted the other person to feel sure about me. And this helped make it feel less personal as well, because I could separate that. Someone not choosing me did not mean anything about me, because I chose me. Like, I like me. It's perfectly fine if you don't, but I like me. And I kid you not, after I stopped talking to him, I met Pete three weeks later. So that's what it takes. It takes, one, just having an awareness around it, and two, changed action and changed behavior you're really going to have to let go of the people who don't put you number one and i decided that i deserved better i deserve a guy who's crazy about me i deserve a guy who would floor it to my house if he was given the opportunity i don't want to be chasing and convincing someone how great i am because i just feel like the right person will already see that if you'd like more of these relationship nuggets from me, there are many more in my book, Show Up, Finding Love for Independent Women. It's available on, on Amazon. And since the holidays are coming up, and if you have girlfriends who seem all seem to be on the same boat, hey, they can make a great gift. And maybe you guys can do a book club and answer the questions at the end of each chapter together. That could be a fun thing to do. If you have a question or a topic you want me to talk about in a future episode like this, please message me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is cchangandco, or you can email me via my website. My website is christinechang.com. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you next week.